2: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Billboard on Broadway podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Milzoff, senior editor at Billboard and Broadway expert here. So no matter what kind of music you're a fan of, high school was most likely a formative time for you for figuring out what your taste was, the artists you looked up to, uh, the songs that are most meaningful to you. So I don't think it's coincidental that for many musical theater fans, high school is when we really became fully obsessed with shows. In part, it's because high school is kind of the emotionally perfect time uh, for that when heightened personal feelings and the heightened emotions of Broadway musicals align. But it's also because in high school, many of us who like theater and like performing uh, have the opportunity to do so. And those of us who are now far outside high school but still big musical theater fans now have one amazing way to relive our high school musical theater dreams, the Jimmy Awards. The Jimmies, as they're nicknamed, are officially called the National High School Musical Theater Awards, and they're basically like the Tonys for high school kids – Young men and women who have won local competitions around the country come to New York City for an intensive week of training with industry pros, culminating in this mega performance at the Minskoff Theater on Broadway, where two actors win it all and are named Best Actor and Best Actress. In the grand scheme of things, the Jimmies are a fairly recent phenomenon. I actually only became aware of them in 2012 when a three-part series about that year's show called Broadway or Bust aired on PBS. Uh, You can actually still watch that on pbs.org, and I highly recommend it. And since then, a whole world of YouTube videos of Jimmy's performers' past has emerged, and that is also a very fun internet spiral to go down. You can see the incredible medleys that the groups of girls and guys sing, and also the show-stopping solos that each Jimmy's finalist performs. Much like watching Professionals on Broadway, there is just a total thrill in seeing super talented people singing their hearts out on stage, but it's especially so because these are teenagers who are pretty roundly incredible. And by the way, before this episode starts, you're going to hear last year's winner, Sophia Delir, singing She Used to Be Mine from Waitress. This year's show uh, is tonight, and in advance of it, I was able to chat with two longtime Jimmy's coaches who themselves have quite impressive Broadway resumes Adam Cantor and Shelley Williams, and one judge, Montego Glover, also a Broadway vet, about what exactly goes on behind the scenes and what it's like to be in the middle of the very emotional Jimmy's world. Can you just introduce yourselves and tell me a little bit about your history with the Jimmys and also what kind of musical theater background you're kind of bringing to the table for
3: the awards? Sure, I'll start. My name is Shelley Williams. I have been coaching the Jimmy Awards for four years now. Um, And I began, I was an adjunct at NYU, and that's how I was originally brought in. But my Broadway career started at Rent, um, and then I did Aida on Broadway. I was in the original cast of that. And then I became a director. And so for the last 15 years, I have been directing regionally. I've done some um, projects on Broadway and some lots of uh, tours. Well,
2: as a very big Aida fan, I'm excited to meet you. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Aida was a pivotal moment in my own young musical theater life.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes.
1: Montego, you want to go next?
0: Sure, sure. Um, I'm Montego Glover. Um, I have been working and living in New York professionally for, as an actress, for gosh, over a decade, a little more now. Um, I made my Broadway debut in the original company of The Color Purple. Um, and then, uh, went on to work on another project called Memphis, um, which I'm very happy to say earned me a Tony nomination, which I'm so pleased and kind of privileged and blown away by still many years later. Well deserved. Um, I've worked on the, (laughs) thank you. Worked on the last revival of Lynn and Miss Rob playing Fontaine and a great comedy recently on Broadway with uh, David Hyde Pierce and Tyne Daly and the gang, Harriet Harris, called It Should Have Been You, um, another original Broadway company. Um, And I'm currently playing uh, Angelica Schuyler in the Chicago company of Hamilton. And I came to the (laughs) Jimmy's. And I came to the Jimmy's as a judge. Um, honestly, I think I actually judged the very first Jimmy Awards, if not one of the first Jimmy Awards. Um, it was very exciting. Still, but it is a very exciting thing to do um, to be brought into the process of seeing all this incredible young talent, and you know, giving them an opportunity to to win that award and and go on to do great things with the um, with the prize.
1: Cool. Hello. Uh, My name is Adam Cantor. Uh, Let's see, I also started on Broadway in Rent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That was my debut. And then uh, since then, I've done Next to Normal, Avenue Q, The Last Five Years, Fiddler on the Roof, and currently in The Band's Visit, uh, which just won a lot of Tonys about a week ago. So we're still (laughs) floating on that high. And um, yes. I love the Jimmys. It's one of my favorite parts of the year. Um, I've been doing it uh, for the last four or five years. Yeah. yeah.
2: Excellent. Yeah. I, I should say that the last episode of Billboard on Broadway was a recap of the Band's Visit podcast because it seemed like a good time to revisit <laughs> after <laughs> the Tony's. Band's yeah. Revisit. <laughs> Well, this seems like a good point to just start with. Like, what are the Jimmies in general? Like, they're a pretty recent phenomenon in the grand scheme of things. And uh, I know that I only sort of became aware of them a few years ago when I think there was a special broadcast on PBS, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, And like Mm -hmm. a lot of other people, became sort of obsessed immediately. Um, So we'd just love to hear from uh, you guys sort of a little bit of recent context for what the show is and what it entails.
1: It's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing. In
2: a word. That's
3: the word. Yeah, the Jimmy Awards um, high school students who have won top prizes in their high schools uh, descend upon New York and um, do a very long, first of all, a show, but a long kind of coaching process to win the coveted Jimmy Awards, which are scholarships to college. Um, It is incredible to see their camaraderie. And to see people from all over the country. I mean, there are students from all different kinds of backgrounds with different exposure to theater, but all share this incredible passion for the craft that the three of us have been so privileged to make a living at for a number of years.
1: Yeah, the energy is through the roof because these kids, first of all, you know, they're being flown to New York from all over the country. They've won their local awards, you know, top prizes and Uh, you know, their local communities and in their school productions. And they're getting flown to New York and meeting all these other kids from all over the country who have also, you know, reached that kind of level. So they're in a pool of talent that they're like so excited. They're looking around themselves in in complete awe at their fellow uh, students. And also, of course, at us, the coaches who have had these, um, these Broadway careers that they dream about. And they get to learn directly from us, and frankly, we learn a lot from them, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's an equal inspiration machine. And then um, they get to perform on Broadway, on a Broadway stage at the Minskoff Theater, uh, which is... Yeah, which is like, just an
0: incredible thing. And keeping in mind, too, that for some of these kids, not all, but for some of them, it's their very first trip to New York City. Um, They are fans of the theater. They love the theater. They've been awakened by the theater. They're passionate about art, and they're getting to visit uh, New York for the first time, and really be in the company and in the in the energy of what it is to be in New York and around Broadway and around other actors, both people who are in Adam and Shelley's position, and to you know other students, as has been stated before, and you know to have an opportunity to really continue to study as they get ready to present for this award. Yeah,
1: it's
0: electric!
3: It really is.
1: You've never seen eyes so wide.
3: Yeah. We also get introduced to the rigor because they trick. work hard. Yeah. They have a lot of I rehearsals. Do. They're navigating their excitement and sometimes, you know, seasonal allergies and illness. <laughs> and you know, there's it always that like, time of tears of like, no, I can't sing my voice. And we're like, you know what? This happens. This is what you do, eight shows a week. We're gonna help you figure it out. It's like weird. it's uh
2: I was yeah. gonna say, is there like is there a lot of squealing or are there or do
3: people not squeal because they have to save their voices? <laughs> there's uh there's a little there's a lot of both. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of I mean, how can you not? New York is amazing. I mean, if this is where you've always wanted to be your whole life, and you finally get here, and you're around, you know, the caliber of talent around you, you're you're meeting your peers, which only like makes the level of talent rise, because you're learning from your peers, you're learning from your coaches, you're learning from the director and choreographers, You are getting very little sleep. You're seeing Broadway shows. I mean, (laughs) their senses are on, it's a a sensory overload, and then they end on the Minskoff stage. I mean, come on. And then they just, like, sleep for a while. Yeah. For several
2: weeks, they sleep. Yeah. Did the three of you, when you were kind of coming up as performers, have anything like the jimmies, or did you do like competition <laughs> <end>. too? When <laughs> I
3: was <coming. laughs> no, no. No.
2: last year when I was a mere a child.
1: No. <laughs> no, it's amazing. I think we all say every That's year, like, no. "This is incredible." You know, it, it, I this think this
0: is incredible. Yes.
1: Yeah. No. <clears throat> Nothing like this exists. I that I knew of on this kind of scope existed. No.
3: Exactly. Yeah, that's I exactly mean, right, Adam. I played in bands and orchestras, so like I played in an orchestra that played Carnegie Hall, a youth orchestra, you I know that kind that of thing. Too, yeah. Same, but, the yes. yeah, but yeah. there <laughs> wasn't that. But that didn't exist for theater. There mm-hmm. wasn't that kind of a thing for theater. So yeah, it's, it's really exciting yeah. that it's opened up to theater artists mm-hmm. in that way.
0: Well, absolutely. I mean, in my hometown, there was something called Governor's School, and I went to Governor's School for Tennessee, and it was you know musicians from all over, you know the state gathering together, you know, for, for a kind of like intensive camp for, you know, four weeks or five weeks or so, but nothing on the scale of, for theater, for actors, for actors and musicians, singers um, on this scale at all.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, I'm, I'm curious how much of uh, the Jimmy's existing in the first place and, you know, ha- feeling like it has this sort of heightened profile in the past few years has to do with the change that seems to be happening where it is, theater is really becoming, like, a huge thing for young people, like, in a more public way than it ever was before, you know, since Hamilton. Is is there a feeling like there's more of a spotlight on the show or, like, more kids or the, the competition to get into it is getting higher or anything the like big that? big
1: change, I think, and maybe perhaps even one of the reasons why this whole thing is able to exist is because of social media and because of mm-hmm. YouTube. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> and I think the reason why... Broadway is, um, is is transitioning in the way that it is, uh, both in terms of the content itself, shows like Dear Evan Hansen, and in terms of the audiences it's able to reach, is because of YouTube. I mean, the YouTube these, you know, you can live anywhere and be exposed to Broadway now <laughs> mm-hmm. because thanks to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't yeah. tell you the amount of people I see at the band's visit stage door that say. Oh my God, I saw the Rent, you know, DVD, the, the 2008 Rent <laughs> film live on Broadway, and that was my introduction to musical yeah. theater, and this yeah. is the reason why I'm doing it. And of course, that entire thing is now available on YouTube, um, you know, as is, right. I think, probably didn't they film Memphis as well? And isn't, that's probably... Yeah, absolutely, Broadway sh- video, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's because of these things. I think Broadway is a lot more accessible and attainable and desirable as an art form, and um, just they they want to touch it they want to actually be able to touch it not just Mm -hmm. watch it on their computer screens
3: i think also glee had a big part of like making broadway cool you know suddenly Mm -hmm. you know it it showed a lot of kids that are in a lot of um i should say young people it showed a lot of young people Mm -hmm. um a place where they belong and I think that yeah. it's a little hard to navigate when you are in towns where you're not like everybody else mm-hmm. and you kind of don't yeah. know where those places are and you find that local theater, whether it's in your high school or what's your community theater, and you realize like, oh my gosh, these are, this is a safe space. And not only is it a safe space for me to be who I am, it's also a safe space for me to explore all of this this creativity that's inside me. And I think Glee did a really great job of, making young people aware that this world exists for them.
2: No, completely. Yeah. And, and in terms of. Oh, no, go you know, ahead, Montigo, Sorry.
0: Accessibility, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't mean to, I can't see you guys. <laughs> um, uh, and in terms of uh, accessibility, um, it's really, I think there's something, too, about, for example, in Hamilton, we have EduHam. We have you know, uh, whole performances during the school year that are completely bought out and made for students. And they come, they study the source material, they create art, they show, and then they present it on our stages. And then they see the show. And it just, it it, it makes them honest, forward-thinking, present, very knowledgeable audience members. But it also gives them a way in that it's not just, you know, busing someone to a theater, sitting them down the seat and, and like putting up a piece in front of them that, that is, it may not be as, uh, what's the word available if mm-hmm. they weren't so invested. And that's something too, that I think is really important, has made it, um, very, 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 uh, easy in a good way for theater to be available and to be so desirable, to uh, a number of young people. It's thrilling. It's thrilling
2: to watch. And I was just going to say, too, that uh, to Adam's point about YouTube, that I think YouTube has made the Jimmys itself super accessible. Yeah. And I feel like going down, <laughs> yeah. it's very easy to go down a Jimmys spiral on YouTube for, oh, like, yeah. many yeah. hours. No,
1: yeah. yeah. And now the because of that, thing. too, yeah. yeah there, are, there are, you know, actors like, like us who you know, for whom the jimmies were not uh, an option mm-hmm. who are just fans of the jimmies mm-hmm. because of YouTube. Like I, I'll see at the awards at the Minsk Golf, I'll see colleagues of mine. I'll be like, what are you doing? And they're like, Oh my God, I'm such a fan of the jimmies. Like I've been watching them on YouTube, you know, <laughs>
3: like, Oh my gosh. Who are all about it. Who don't miss it. Like, Broadway producers who are like oh my god I'm going to the Jamies <laughs> okay. yeah yeah, yeah. Are you- like are you
1: scouting talent Well, yes but also more than that I just love it
3: but they say like do you have an extra ticket it's like the hottest ticket to get as a matter of fact as coaches they're like if you're not using your ticket by this date it will be gone and like there will be no way for you to get in like it is
0: it is the hottest
3: ticket on Broadway it's crazy and I think that such a big part of that is that
2: these these solos that they uh the participants all perform. And you're like, you're seeing high school students who sound like professional Eponines and like Reno Sweeney's and uh, these huge roles. So I wanted to talk a little bit about as coaches working with the kids on their solos. And also, you know, as a judge, how you're wonderful. Yeah, how you look at someone who is in high school, but is kind of at professional level. And, um, (laughs) you know, how do you begin to work with them? Do you ever encounter a kid who's chosen a solo that is like a really bad choice for them and have to oh, yeah. guide them through that <laughs> oh <laughs> but, you know, yeah listen as with all things you know what I mean there are,
0: there are fantastic attorneys and there are not so great attorneys there are fantastic <laughs> actors there are okay actors you know what I mean like every gradient there are great biologists and there are so-so biologists yeah. you know what I mean like it's So it's it's true across a number a number of platforms. And what I what I always appreciate about the Jimmys particularly is even if you have a kid who is compared to his or her colleagues not as strong in their development, the fact that they are doing it is the empowering thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody's on a different learning curve and a different process. And what is extraordinary in one city or in one group of kids um, competing for an award locally, it's very different three states over, three towns over, so on and so forth. And the kids are just in a different place, but they're all working just as hard. I have always, as an artist, responded to that energy as strongly as I've responded to someone who is just truly fantastic. Like, they just have an inherent sort of talent level that is, you know, heads and shoulders above this, that, and the other thing. So it's it's all good and it's all relative and as a judge particularly um, I love seeing that because the potential is there it always is it's just in different spaces depending on
3: the kid you know yeah I think that the, I agree with everything you just said Montego 100% yeah. um, when I'm in the room when the, when the young people come into the room they bring in three songs and we help them choose the song that's best for them and that's where sometimes I encounter some pushback mm-hmm. um, yeah, because, you know, and I've, I've said this every year, and I'm sure I will say it tomorrow when we start to go through songs. <laughs> um, but, you know, y- some of these young people are the character person, the older feeling of their high school. So they will play Tebia. Yeah. They will play some yeah. of these, like you know, Mama Rose, Reno Sweeney. Reno, you know, they'll, Rose, they'll play yeah. these roles for their high school because it, in that world, they are the oldest type of teenager that exists. And they'll come anyway. in and do, they'll do the song. And I'll say, you know, you are going to be a young person. You should do songs that re- represent you. And they don't know how to identify <laughs> with that. And I tell them, like, we actually right. have old people in New York. <laughs> we will not hire young people <laughs> to play old people. Like, <laughs> otherwise, like, my, none of my friends would work. So so we are actually, like, <laughs> so you have to find, like, bubbly songs that represent your personality. And that's where I yeah. feel like some coaches around, you know, the country, have to remind them that although you're playing this part in high school, when you get into real-life situations, when you're auditioning for college, you need to find material that represents the happy, bubbly look that you have. Hmm. So sometimes when they really want to sing stars, I'm really pushing them to sing something (laughs) that is going to show us who they are. Um, Right. Yeah, that's the... the biggest challenge Mm -hmm. i have i think in the room
1: and we're also coaching them for a very specific type of performance Mm -hmm. on a big broadway stage you know in this in this particular competition so the song choices that we gear them towards is you know we have that in our minds it's not there there might be a song that they can perform brilliantly that would be best suited for a small cabaret kind of a thing Mm -hmm. but we're talking you know big broadway
2: It's it's a big space yeah yeah yeah, I, can you recall like any examples of someone coming in with just a crazy trio
3: that they that they want to try to do? Oh, I have more examples of the the people who nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, anyone who comes in with a <laughs> You're like, oh. yeah, the 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 it's never. Sometimes there's a little bit of resistance, which I always think is a little funny when they're like, "But I I'm gonna do this other song," and I think one of us has been on Broadway and one of us <laughs> has it. Like, you're going to want to listen to me on this one? Um, but, but, but you know, so sometimes there's a little of the tude and we'll go, okay, well, you know, and sometimes I'll let their peers weigh in on it. And, you know, it's night and day. It's always yeah. clear. It's never a question of what song people should sing. Mm-hmm. And the whole room is like, oh, yeah. Um, but the, the people who've nailed it, who've really come in and we pick the song and you know the excitement the young woman who won last year um, it was so interesting she was a she's a little shy by nature and she sang um, the big song from Waitress and she had incredible natural ability and I said to her I want to do an exercise I'm a very tactile person so I took (laughs) everything that I could in the room um, and put it in a bag. And I was like, while you're singing the song, I want you to throw every single item. And so, like, she burst water bottles, she threw chairs, and, like, she really, and, like, I needed to get rage out of her. I needed for her to find yeah. that. And then I was mm-hmm. like, great, now you can't let any of that out and sing the song. And I was like, if you do that, you're gonna win this thing <laughs> because
2: she was, she
3: was so smart that if she could yeah. unlock and keep that lid just like percolating there's something so exciting about the story she had to she'd made good choices she just needed that yeah. fire and i wasn't yeah. i wasn't in town for the jimmies but i had um, my companyist for the the week texting me, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, she nailed it!" Like so, I was getting like up to date text in real time. <laughs> well, I'm super excited that it's going to be live streamed this year because I'm going to be in Colorado again, and yeah. this year I can watch it, which I'm excited <laughs> about. Um, but I, I like that performance. I could see it in my head. Like I knew exactly that she had nailed it. Um, when I was getting the text, I'm like, "Oh, I, it was exciting to know that she was brave enough." to go that far on that stage in that night.
0: Yeah. Because
3: it's replicating that in front of all those people, not letting nerves get in the way and going to your safe space, which is like, this is what I do well. What she did was brave. And that's exciting.
2: Yeah, very. Yeah, it is thrilling to watch. As you're ultimately thinking about, you know, this, this is a competition, someone is going to win, um, and the way they're judged is, is probably going to affect, you know, what they do going forward. How do you guys balance looking at natural ability versus looking at someone who maybe isn't all the way there yet or doesn't have just a, like, perfect gift right now, but has the potential, has the work ethic, you know, maybe is a good actor um, but, like, the voice needs some work. Like, how are you balancing taking all those things into account? Is it ultimately just who's giving the best performance or just who you see possibly having a career?
1: I think at the end of the day, this whole competition, which I, I, that word is is tricky. Yeah, it, it feels
0: a little tricky, right? Yeah. It, ultimately, it to... it's,
1: it's, it's not about the competition. Ultimately, it's, yeah. it's an affirmation of one's own work. And one, yeah. and one zone, yeah. you know, <clears throat> what you put in is what you're going to get, at, is what you're going to get out. And it's not yeah. about who wins, who loses, you know, it's about the journey that you take and, 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 um, what you, what you can put in, get out from the week. I mean, we see huge transformations mm-hmm. and those are not necessarily the people that win. I mean, the, this, this whole, the winning anything in art is so subjective and crazy, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? It's, it's, you can't like really win do. a piece yeah. of art. Uh, but we do it, and that 's our but the reason why we do it is because it lights that fire under all of us i mean it and and it, and it fosters a community really i mean it 's what the tony awards do it 's like we 're not necessarily we, we can 't all get behind this idea that one thing or one person is the best when it 's a completely subjective thing, but mm. it is truly about yeah. the transformation and the dialogue and the you know the 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 transfer of inspiration from one student to another student, from teacher to student, from student to teacher. It's just a, yeah, it's a love fest of inspiration.
0: It is. I will say, too, from the judging perspective, you know, one of the beauties of the Jimmy Awards is that we have an opportunity to hear all of the students do one or two selections from their own rep that they brought uh, days before, one or two days before. And so what it does is gives them an opportunity, again, wherever they are in their process, it gives us an opportunity to hear them doing doing a song from a show that they did not win their local award for, something that they've personally chosen that they want to put forward. Um, it, it's a great opportunity to encourage doing material, doing work, as Adam says, that furthers your process and is not solely for the purpose of quote-unquote winning an award or quote-unquote competition and that is just as important it's like um if you're training students in the theater certainly I was trained this way we didn't just study acting and voice and movement I also did crew work I also built set I also did things like that and that sort of cross train that sort of being able to have other experiences around a larger experience is really important. It makes for a well-rounded individual and being able to present music from other parts of their rep or other things that they're interested in putting forward to judges and to their peers is really, really important.
1: And I've never, um, yeah.
0: that That's the part of the, That's also part of the, the process of the jimmies that um, it, I think is hugely important because, it just allows everyone to have an opportunity to do more than
1: one thing. Yeah. And, you know, you go to the after party and it's not like there's never a situation where there are kids crying in a corner. It's no. always just no. complete celebration <laughs> no. and, it's wow, celebrated. I was part yes. of something incredible. And, wow, I have learned yeah. so much and I'm so grateful to have been a part of this thing versus, damn it, I lost. You know,
3: <laughs> and they make yep, friends. It's not that at all. You know, they yes. make they really Life become. Time, you know, I'm I'm guessing they keep up and they keep in touch. But it's really sweet to yeah. see these bonds happen over a couple days. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well not necessarily looking at it as a competition, but it seems like there, like you said, there is a rigor to the preparation process. And in many ways, it seems like these kids are being held to a a high standard and kind of being shown a little bit what it takes to be a Broadway performer. Um, At the same time, as you've made clear, like so much of this is about warmth and community and that aspect of the theater community. So it seems like in a very short span of time, they're seeing kind of like the wonderful things about the theater community, but also like the really hard work it takes Mm -hmm. Um, and coming as the, as they're important. And I, I, I mean, I, as someone who like you, I did orchestra in high school and college. And I know that there's a difference between being a star where you come from and then, Coming to some, something like the <laughs> Jimmys and being like, "Ooh, there are like forty nine others of me."
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> is, is that? Is, do you ever see that being kind of something these um, performers need to kind of negotiate and get used to, or is it nothing but like, "Oh my God, other kids like me. I'm so happy."
1: There's both. There's all of it. Yeah, I think you see the ones that I come think so, in. Yeah, yeah. You you see you see the the ones that come in with a sort of wall up that and that gets broken down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, there are some
3: times where, where it doesn't happen. Um. Yeah. I mean, they've all auditioned <laughs> before. You know, they've mm. they're all been in their shows and they've all gotten the lead or in some probably in some shows not gotten the lead. You know, you see the chasm of the kids who have had private teachers their whole life mm-hmm. and the ones mm-hmm. who have, like, a really good music teacher that believes in them. And sometimes the more polished isn't the most interesting. Um, and there's a certain, like, swagger that someone's had like a ton of coaching feels and 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 i sometimes i've really tried to encourage um the confidence in someone who feels diminutive because they have not had the means to have the same level of coaching as their peers and kind of show them that they their talent is unique to them and there's no way you can polish something more and that's why we're here you know they're getting like great polishing from great coaches but what they walk yeah. into the room with, their own unique talent, no one can replicate. Um, and so it's it's been really exciting. And also talking with them, not all of them want to be in theater. Yep. And so, Isn't you know, they're getting, like the, <laughs> yeah, they're getting like the <laughs> confidence of this. And they're like, yeah, I think I'm going to, you know, major in marketing. And I was like you're going to yep. stand up in front of a room and win them over because you've got the skills. Like these, these are great yep. life skills for you. Mm-hmm. You're navigating you know, lots of personalities. You're getting confidence. You have this gift that's uniquely yours. You're finding your voice. Like there is no losing in this process for them. Right.
0: <laughs> right. I think that's hugely, but that is such a great way to say it Shelly because there's no, there's no losing. It's celebration. It's affirmation. It's learning. It's breaking down to build up it's 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 rigor it's work you know how like just doing like a good day's work makes you feel the most sometimes just the most confident about yourself Mm -hmm. you know you just like you can look at yourself and go i put in a good hard day today and that's that's the stuff that's the stuff that you know you can't you can't buy it in a store you really
2: just have to do it and being able to do it with other people who are like you heaven Well, I think that another thing that has put the jimmies on another level um, lately is uh, everybody knowing that stars have come out of the jimmies uh, recently. Maybe best known is uh, Eva Noblezada, who was the star of Miss Saigon last year, got a Tony nomination, mm-hmm. um, but she's not the only one. And I'm curious how much her you see her experience affecting... Um, the expectations of the kids, or if it's too soon to know um, or, or that just the fact that she had that success, like what effect it's had on um, the competitors coming in
1: I think they all know I yeah. <laughs> think you know especially yeah. once you've made it to the Jimmys, if you didn't know before, you're gonna go down you that the, YouTube spiral yeah. that you know half of that audience <laughs> has already gone down, and you're gonna know it's a it's a thing and I, I think it's an inspiring thing. I think they're inspired to um you know, to, to 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 work even harder because of it, knowing that those kinds of opportunities are out there and are feasible for them. Out
3: there. Oh my gosh, Adam, yeah. you're so right. <laughs> I last year I went in and I was going to start to introduce myself, and they were like, "We know who you are." <laughs> I like, oh my god. Uh. like, this was like tech savvy research. Like, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've seen the video. We're very clear. And I was like, "Oh, so we can just start?" <laughs> okay, <that's so> <laughs> then let's dive in. Then yeah. by
0: all means, let's dive in. <laughs> just oh, dive that's in.
2: Great. Oh my god. So what? So what point are the three of you at right now with preparing for this year?
1: I start tomorrow yeah. with the coaching, tomorrow morning. Is that the same, same Yeah, day? I was like,
3: I'm going to have some coffee and show up tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then coffee. I'm going to yeah. pretty much
0: roll in. Yeah. Um, uh, I am currently in Chicago working on Hamilton, so I will not be able to judge, but I will be uh, live streaming, cheering on, watching in insane excitement. Um as the kids do their thing. And I'm actually on Central Time in Chicago, so I'll have to line up all my bits and pieces
2: technologically to make it so. But (laughs) I'll be cheering from the Windy City. Since you've all been involved for at least more than one year um, with the Jimmy's, I'm I'm always amazed by the songs that the um, performers choose some of them are like we've said you know very predictable big favorite Broadway songs but some of them are from like really obscure shows um and Mm -hmm. not what I would expect a high school kid to necessarily choose as a showpiece so I'm curious what you've been most surprised by over the years if you see any trends in the kinds of songs that um they're choosing uh if you have any ideas of what you might hear a lot of going into this
3: year I bet you were going to get a lot of Deer Van Hansen. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining yeah. that there will be a, a lot of that, um, which is beautiful have, music. Yeah,
1: probably no band's visit, <laughs> and I would imagine next year there will also be very little band's visit material. But yes, I think I agree. Deer of is, I imagine, will be a big one.
3: Uh, we didn't have much Hamilton yeah. last year. We might have a little Hamilton yeah. this year. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, one or two bits—you never know. I also feel like the Jimmy's, again, from a sort of a judging perspective, tends to be a bit of a, um, in one way, a barometer, and in other ways, like a wonderful sort of celebration of our of our archives. You know what I mean? So there have been times I've been sitting there as a judge, and there's been a group come up, and out of what ten young women, eight of them are Thoroughly Modern Millie. And right. then two of them are the you know, Do you know what I mean? And then you get another group, and there's a Baker's wife, there's a Millie, there's a Bell. there's a, an Aida, there's a, you know, a Seely, there's a, you know what I mean? There's a Peggy Sawyer. It's just so, it, it, it tends to represent, to, to come across in the end as a wonderful sort of cross-section of, you know, what it is, these phenomenal roles for men and women that the theatre has to offer and whatever is currently playing on Broadway, um, makes its way in, in, in my opinion, almost immediately. Do you know what I mean? There's there's yeah. very little delay. It's not like we got to put it on ice for about five years and then suddenly it's, you know, in the jimmies. Um, again, talk, talking about what Adam and I were, were speaking on earlier about the accessibility of the theater, accessibility of Broadway shows and performances, so on and so forth, you know, they can get their hands on it and they respond to it, it's going to make it into the jimmies. And that is really great
1: it's yeah it's totally it's a great way to put it Montego celebration of the archives it is what it feels like I mm-hmm. think and and to that point it's always wonderfully surprising when somebody plucks something out of the canon that hasn't been heard in a long time or that is perhaps a little bit yes. more obscure but artful and well crafted you know yeah. um, so much of it like anything else really like any kind of open audition is about song selection um, yeah. so I would encourage any young listeners out there <laughs> uh, to really to to do to do the research and to uh, go deep. There's so much rich material. Um,
3: and lyrics, absolutely. lyrics, lyrics yeah, tell lyrics. stories oh my that mean something to you. Not just notes. Please, was, lyrics, lyrics, so true. lyrics. Oh my gosh, Shelley. Yes. <laughs> so
0: true. What what do you respond to? What do you respond to? Because it can be something that's that's really outstanding, but frankly as a as an artist I don't necessarily respond to it. However, there can be another role, another score, another, you know, story that the minute I pick it up, I'm in. You know, you respond to it so strongly. So I think there's never a way you can lose, and I don't mean lose a competition, I mean lose in terms of like your investment in a piece if you're telling a story that you really respond to.
3: Yeah, I can tell the difference when someone really loves a song like in their soul and yeah. another in an, in yeah. the difference when they think that they sound really good singing a song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure. And it's, you I know, <laughs> the the set, the latter is yes, just I'm far sure. less interesting. You know, the mm-hmm. one where yeah. I can really yeah. see like there's something going on in there, Whew, that's yeah. exciting.
2: Um if that's it's not putting exciting. you
3: on the spotlight
2: too much, uh if you were in high school now and uh, bringing a solo to the Jimmys, what do you think each of you would want to sing, regardless of whether it's the right choice Are
1: or you not? assuming that we would have the intelligence as a high school student that we <laughs> right. hopefully have now?
3: <laughs> I mean, I sing on my own, which was like an epic fail, like now. But I was like oh, that was so unfortunate. Like, I totally sang that <laughs> in 1990 when I was auditioning yeah. for colleges. I, like,
1: are you asking, like, a, in a time travel sense? Like, in if a we were time to go travel back,
3: sense.
2: Like, high school, you... We don't know
1: what we know now.
2: not totally aware. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: The unaware <laughs> yeah. 17-year-old Adam. Oh, man.
3: Adam.
2: Oh, I, you know,
1: actually, I was starting to get sad. It depends at what point in high school we were talking. If we reached... If the jimmies reached me towards the end of uh, high school, I would have known my Sondheim and I would have brought in a, like, I would have tried to do, if I could, I'm forgetting the rules, but if I could have done, like, a gender-bending Sondheim, Mm. I remember singing when I was 17 singing uh, Losing My Mind.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Which is so wrong.
1: But also so right. But
3: also so right. Yeah. Because what? you know what's so funny is like oh. now that I am of age, um, the same angsty feelings I felt at 17, I also feel in my late 40s. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes, I do remember that feeling. And it's back. It's so being there. great <laughs> for an angsty teenager. Yeah. 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 All Regardless. We'll do is, like seeing your feelings, right? Yeah.
2: But, and actually, yeah. yeah.
1: but now I'm remembering, so I didn't know about yeah, like, that kind of material until. I grew up close to New York City, so I did a summer, um, I did like an NYU summer thing, and I studied with Alex Corey, who played he ended up playing Yenta with me in Fiddler on Broadway, but she was my teacher uh, when I was 17. Oh my gosh. And she was the first person to really teach me about like telling a story through lyrics, lyrics, and we discovered, or I discovered through her, Sondheim and, you know, uh, uh, treating oh. a song as a monologue. But yeah, before yeah. that, yeah, it probably would have been like Les Mis- I would say something like that <laughs> was which also it. is beautiful
2: I was it. <laughs> yes oh, oh god come yeah, on yeah, yeah. oh totally Oh, I was yes. so sad oh, my and god. alone
1: yeah. yeah yeah yeah
2: what about you Montego needed
0: to oh my gosh I came to Sondheim in school as well and I would have hands down chosen Dot Sunday in the Park because I just wanted to <laughs> be uh, there was something about the like pointillist complexity of the whole thing <laughs> that I was like, I'm so into this. Very
3: and I, I probably could,
0: couldn't be, begin to sing Move On, but I would have wanted to do that. And I remember actually, fast forward to one of my um, college friends was doing his recital and he chose Move On as one of his duets in recital through the music school. He asked me to sing it with him. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I probably would have
2: chosen that, and now, now and then, um, for sure. Well, I, I approve of all of these selections. I'm not. I'm trying to think what I would have done. I don't know. I feel like I was singing a lot of "Miss Saigon" with my friends yeah. in high school. Oh,
3: yeah. so. I was singing Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, there was chess. Oh, yeah. Chess, mean, you know, totally. Yes. That's what we were singing <laughs> yes, back in then. In fact, I,
1: brought, I remember to Alex Corey's class, yes. I brought in Anthem from Chess. Like, on the first day, like, show, yeah. you know, of do course. something. So, brought an Anthem from Chess, and I don't care about expensive things from Chicago. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I about Eleven, she was like, "How about some Sondheim? And I was like, "What's that?" <laughs> I think my voice changed by then, but you, you get the point. A,
2: you you knew you <laughs> had <so> range. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You're like, "I have it in so many ways." You yeah. can do it all.
1: But hopefully these kids are exposed to, you know, a lot of material as well by like coming to this.
3: Yeah, I do see them writing down yeah. songs that they like that other <laughs> people sing. You know, it's like keep those notebooks out and very yeah. savvy ones are like, mm, "I'm putting that in my book." That's Awesome. Yeah, but that's a
0: book. That's so great. Absolutely. That's how you gather. That's how you do it. Again, I love that. The exchange of information, the exchange of, you know, their processes, wherever they are, the the community, the camaraderie, the, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's meant to be so rich and just something as simple as hearing another student sing a song and go, wow, I really respond to that. I'm going to write that down. I mean, it's that's the first
2: step and it takes you so far. Yeah. So far. Well, I'm getting super psyched about it just listening to you guys talk about it, so I hope that it's a, a fun next few days for you, and uh, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thank Yay. you. It is my pleasure.
0: All I have to do is pretend I never knew him On those very rare occasions
2: When he steals into my heart Better to have lost him when the ties were barely binding.
3: Better the contempt of the cannot start.
2: That was 2017 Jimmy's finalist Jasmine Rogers singing Easy as Life from Aida. Jasmine is one of my favorite finds personally in the YouTube world of the Jimmy's. So if you can't get tickets to this year's Jimmy Ceremony, and it is a hard ticket to get, as Adam and Shelley said, uh, great news. This show, which is the 10th annual one, is being live streamed on Facebook thanks to a partnership with Dear Evan Hansen and Wells Fargo. And that is the first time it's ever happened. So I would highly recommend tuning in. Tony winner Laura Benanti is going to be this year's host, and she's hilarious. If you're a fan of Billboard on Broadway, as always, I encourage you to subscribe and to give us lots of nice stars and reviews on iTunes. You can always find me on Twitter at Rebecca Mills on Instagram at you down with RMM. You can use hashtag Billboard on Broadway to write all over the Internet about how wonderful the podcast is and hope to have you back next week.